You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Back for another week uh, in isolation, brought to you by Glenn 20, unofficially. Reach out Glenn 20. Reach out Glenn 20, the disinfectant of the podcast. Um, Look, this week, bit of a caveat to proceedings, if you weren't aware, the dribbler dribbles have reached uh, such an overwhelming status that we're now giving them their own podcast, at least during isolation times, because we found that by about the two and a half, three hour mark of recording a podcast, Eddie and I are absolutely rooted and, uh, you know, we're finding we're not giving our all to the dribbler dribbles, which... After the last week we've had, and the last week the Dribbler Dribbles have had on social media, on the Punters and Dribblers page, they need our full attention. And with that, Edward Simpson, welcome to the podcast for another week. How are you? Mate, I'm well. But you're right. Last week, took it out of me. I had to go down, go home and lay down. Mm. Slept for 12 hours. Yeah. Maybe 13. Mm-hmm. Who's counting? I had to have someone come over and administer one of those saline drips yeah, in my yeah. arm. Did I have to get a rub down? Yeah. Yeah. Sure as shit I did. Absolutely. A, uh, some sort of esophageal uh, massage. Yeah. And, and to... And to you know, put out A-grade dribble for, you know, an hour and a half and then have to sit through mediocre dribble. I'm talking about you and I. Yes. It can be it can be particularly taxing. Yes. Now, that being said, some of the dribble last week was of the highest quality. If, we, if, if the dribble itself, Eddie, was like, if you were grading it as meat, it was marbled. Oh, it was marbled within an inch of its life. The dribble of- was marbled beyond belief. Look, I mean, some... Some some tremendous dribbles. I yeah. mean, Sleep Dribbler comes to mind. He was well, extraordinary. Well, the, the return of Sleep Dribbler. Yeah, the return no of Sleep Dribbler. Jelly Shot Kid. The Jelly Shot Kid is, is, well, special mention, but the Jelly Shot Kid, see, a few people like shoot to fame. Yeah. Jelly Shot Kid couldn't be hotter right now no, on he's the hot streets. To trot. He's hot to trot. He's 19. Yeah. yeah. Having Jelly Shots. I mean, look. Living his life. The Wollongong Matt Cooper Dribbler. Yeah. I mean, it's... Strength to strength. Yeah. Great stuff. And backed up tremendously by the Punters and Dribblers page. If you're not on there, if you're not on there, then I've got to ask myself, what, what, are, you, are, you what are you doing with what, your life? Because, because you're in isolation, brah. And it's so easy to do. Go on Facebook, search Punters Dribblers, join the page, and then the content that was being pumped out, not by us, what is the, the most beautiful thing about the P's and D's page, P's and D's, the, the ones that don't know that I'm speaking to right now that I'm surprisingly have to having to uh, explain this page to, but it's like, it's user-generated content. It's P&D generated dribble. Mate, it's, sho- it's shocking the amount of people that aren't in there. The memes were so fucking funny. Some of those bloody dribbler memes were so good. Shout out to Frank Sabotka, who I saw on there. He was a... Uh, yeah, Frank a was great. Frank was great. Ben Robinson, I think. A couple other guys whose names have escaped me, but... Some of the, the the memes were just phenomenal. Great week in punters dribblers history. Yeah. So if you're not on there, sort yourself out. Sort yourself get on out. Quick, smart. Now isolation, Eddie. Just in terms of a little update on our lives, where we're at. I've had a couple of things I want to talk to you about. I got a new show. I got a new show on Netflix, which I'm going to share okay. with the punter and the dribbler. Okay. But I want to share a bit of a quandary first. A, a, a quandary. A, a parental isolation quandary that Did I, I forget. Have. Your parent. Sure. Yeah, I often forget that I'm a parent as well. And then I wake up in the morning and there is a... And you're a parent. And I'm a parent again. Holy mm. shit. But that's all right. Shout out to Evie, if you're listening, babe. Um, so, Steph is in a mother's group, right? That's what happens. And 
uh, a Zoom mothers well, group. Well, now it's a Zoom mothers group, but you know, in the Bondi area, if you had your baby between like January or like December and January, you're mm. all in the same mothers group. I think that's lovely. It's great. It's really nice, and they all go and catch up, and then. From there, uh, they do it for like four weeks, get to know each other. Then after the four weeks, it's up to you to keep in contact. And so they've got like a WhatsApp group, all this shit. Lovely. They can talk oh, to so each it's, other. It, it doesn't go no. after the month. It's like, here's four weeks. Get yourself used to all this stuff. Oh, I thought mother's group was like well, they stay together a year. No, they stay together. Okay. So they, they, they stick form together fr- They form lasting friendships. Lifelong bonds. Bonds. Yes. So Lovely. now they're doing it not, uh, over Zoom. Sure. And anyway, I'm going out every morning. Is most... there a father's group? Sorry to cut you off. No, this is where we're getting Okay. To. So every morning, pretty much, I'll get up early with Evie, strap her on the bloody uh, little like holster thing that sits on the front, and we'll go for a little walk around Bondi. I'll get a coffee. and You know, like when you, when you get a car, you then notice your car on the road wherever you're driving? Of course. Oh, he's got the same car as me. Yeah. Now I notice dads with baby holders everywhere. And mm. at that time of the day, it's kind of our time. Yeah. Because every dad's up while the mums are sleeping maybe for an extra hour and you're just going like, you know, do put in some work. So you're walking past dads and shit and you're like, you just give a nod like you're waving at a You truck. will nod? You nod. There's nods. I nod to dads as I walk Oh, there's through. actual nods? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not I, joking. No, no, no. I legit nod to dads. Okay. Where I'm like... Or it's a bit of a laugh, like, oh, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is, yeah, no. I'll, this is the life. This yeah. is what we're doing. Yeah. Dad's now. And you can tell. Like, everyone's like, yeah. There, there is a knowing look. What about, like, I imagine you're going to get some strong nod back. You get great nod back. From first-time dads, such as yourself. Do you th- do you think you can now pick... A first-time dad? Or, like, a maybe maybe a veteran of the game. You can certainly get you a You get a more reserved nod. You can get a veteran because even if they're older, you can pick a novice because they look like they're all at sea yeah. a little bit. And yeah. everyone does. Like, I had to try and change Evie around at one point. Uh, like, take the carrier off. She can face frontways or she can face inwards. Frontways is we're having a good time. Inwards is time to sleep. She's pissed off. Okay. So I'm trying to spin her back inwards and she starts having a shit fit. And then I'm tangled in Bondi in this fucking thing. Anyway, that's not the point. Yes, you can d- d- discern between novice and expert. Yeah. Maybe because I'm a novice myself. Anyway, lots of dads you nod at. So I'm at the, ca- I'm at the cafe and there's a dad that like comes up, same setup to me, same rig. Beard? And I mean, beard? No beard, but he's, but he's y- youngish, 30s, mid-30s, late 30s, kid on his front, out early, doing the same routine. Anyway, I'm just like, again, it's a nod, but we're in the line together, so we start yarning. And then it was like, oh, kids, same age. Oh, maybe our, uh, our missos are in the same mother's group. He was this sort of German dude, lovely. And then as it turns out, they are in the same mother's group. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, your kid, my wife. Blah, blah, blah. And so then Steph, when she was on her mother's group the other day, was like, um, they're all on Zoom. And then one of the chicks is like, oh, yeah, Steph, um, Steph's husband met my husband the other day. Da, 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 da. We should organize a dad's Zoom meeting where they can all get on Zoom together and catch up. And I just was like, no, I'm mm. not doing it. Mm. But now I'm like, am I an asshole? Should I be doing Zoom with the dads or do I just like wait till this thing's over? Look, meeting new people for the first time on Zoom is a big day, right? Is a way bigger day. <laughs> Than meeting them in person exactly. and then zooming later. Yes, I think. Oh, of course it is. Look, but I'm also not one for 
Zooming, really. Like, I don't really like video calling anyone. Well, no Do one, you know what I mean? Well, no, video calling is only born out of, like, it's never been hotter right but now I don't, because of COVID. But, yeah, but, I mean, like, I'll call you on the phone. Love to yarn to you on the phone because it's all, it's basically this yes, on the blower. On the phone, yes. So there's, like, countless hours of podcasts no one's ever listened to except us. And no one will ever hear. Yeah, yeah, which I like doing that. But I'm not a big phone guy, generally speaking. Like, I won't pick up the phone for yarns much. So from where I'm coming from, the thought of Zoom and other fathers that I don't know... Yeah. I'd have to be pissed, I think. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'd have to be Like, very, pretty pissed. Yeah, pretty, like, a nice, a gutful. Like, I'd be, yeah, like, lubricated. Half cut. Yeah, yeah. Shit, yeah. But I'm just not going to do it, basically, is the... I think that's where I'm at. But, it, like, but, is, it, yeah, but is, there, is everyone else doing it? Because you don't want to be that guy. I couldn't really give a fuck. Well, I mean, does it make it awkward for Steph when they're like... Every, she's sitting now, in a little Zoom thing. this is why she's thing. rock solid. This is why she's rock solid. This is why she's my number one. Yeah. She just said straight, like, uh, she she brought it to my attention. And I was just like, no. Like, yeah. In person, sure. Love it. But uh, no. And so then she said that she went back and she was like, Tom's much more of a social, in-person sort of guy. Not really one for Zoom. Just had my back. But also, how... How does that work first time? Like, do you go around in the in a circle exactly and, and introduce yourself? Exactly because my point. you can't speak over each the other. The logistics of it is a nightmare. Oh hi, I'm Tom. I'm Evie's dad. I uh, I do podcasting, and I actually got laid off and was labouring <laughs> earlier in the year, so the kid couldn't have come around at a better time. Um, but yeah, anyway, on to you. Oh hi, I'm Rick. Fucking yeah. like, what are yeah. we doing? No, no, I couldn't think of anything. What? Like- what is to gain it? What is there to be gained out of that? Like, I couldn't even. Do, really do I need to know any of these dads any sooner than I'm probably going to eventually meet them when the isolation drops off? It's not necessary, Tom. It's born out of you having a fortuitous or unfortuitous meeting with this lovely German guy at the coffee shop. Lovely guy, not shitting on him. No, no, no. But the dots have been joined, and that's the sort of thing that mothers may want their husbands to do. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. it feels like it might be something that they would like. And look, if anyone wants any dad advice, I wouldn't come to me for it. Not yet. I'm too... Not a veteran yet. Yeah, too, but your stripes, I'm too wet behind the ears. You're too green. Yeah. You're too green. Now, is my young child thriving? Sure. Am I putting that down to me? Probably not as much as I'd put it down to mum, but I'm sure i got something to do with no, it. No, you're playing a role. I'm playing a you're role. You're playing a role. It's all about the one percenters, That's it. Mate. I'm playing my part. Look, talk to anyone that's achieved, anyone that's elite, anyone that's, you know, a goat. Yeah. They'll all say it's the one percenters. Well, it's like, you know, you can't have a dominant half playing off the back of shit forwards. So I'm I'm maybe trucking the nutter. Well, you're a you're a you're a trucker. Playing off quick play the ball. You're a trucker of nuts. Such is isolation that I don't even really remember half of what we ever talk about. No. Did I talk about Ben Mendelssohn last week? No. About the show I've been watching? No. Did I not? Well, you didn't talk about Ben Mendelsohn. Well, Ben Mendelsohn, an Australian throbber. Yeah, absolutely. I think that goes without saying. No, that absolutely is uh, that's accepted. I'm a big Ben Mendelsohn fan. So am I. Fact. Well, Ben Mendelsohn, what shows are you watching? What show are you watching that he's on? It's called The Outsider. Oh, right. Okay. Which is based on a Stephen King novel of the same name that he released like two or three years ago. And at first, you're like, okay, this is just Ben Mendelsohn as a cop fucking bringing down some guy for the brutal murder and molestation of a child, right? No, that's not what's happening, is it? Because then you find out that the guy they Don't think... Don't give spoiler alerts, though. This is first episode stuff. Okay. 
How much can I give away? Look, it takes <laughs> unexpected turns. Yeah, they- it takes <laughs> unexpected turns that I think, punters and jibblers, only someone of Ben Mendelssohn's caliber yeah. could carry. What's, and what platform? Netflix? Look, Foxtel. Foxtel? Now. Wow, are you one of the only people fucking using Foxtel on the planet? Look, me and, me and Matho, shout out to him, business partner, we've always had it so we can watch sport in the office. Great. So, you know, I've just got it there. Yeah. It's 40 bucks a month. Why Company not? pays for it. I'm sort of like... Yeah, sure. I'll sure. Okay. Now there's no sport on. They've thrown movies at me. It's good to have sitting there because you get HBO, and that's what this is. Okay. So look, if you, if you've got Foxtel, if you're into great Australian actors, i.e. Ben Mendelsohn, if you're in for, if you're in the mood for a, a sci-fi sort of thriller, oh, okay. criminal, it's got some sci-fi to it. Then this is some, up some extraterrestrial yeah, vibes. Sort of, bro. It's good stuff. Okay. Well, this is a little bit of a deviation from from that. And shout out to Ben Mendelsohn once more, one of the great Australian actors. Certainly maybe also like a late career glow up. Yeah, He's yeah, always yeah. great in Australian shit. From strength to strength, like yes, the peak. Absolutely. But he, Ben's like now in Star Wars and shit. Ben's like a bad guy Oh, Star Ben's, Wars. Ben's big. Yeah, Ben's, Ben's like, huge. Ben's Hollywood huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben's a big boy. Ben's in Brad Pitt movies. He's a leading man now. He's a leading man. Um, very impressive. I've been watching something on Netflix. It's a reality show, Eddie. It's trash. Oh, is this the the one that everyone's watching? Too hot to handle. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is fucking quality. You've got, you've got trashier as the years have gone by. Well, I've got trash in me, Eddie. I'm, I've certainly got <laughs> trash TV in my blood. There's something about it that I can certainly get around. Neighbours, home and away, been big fans of those shows over the years. Mm. That's but I, true. I like my quality TV, but trash can... I can get hooked on the junk food. Yeah. Yeah, you get hooked on the junk. And uh, who can't? Who can't? This is, so this is, and I'll just give it a quick synopsis. Like, you know those uh, reality shows where they just get a bunch of like jacked dudes and hot chicks with fake tits and fake eyes. That's what reality TV generally yeah, is. Yeah, generally is. Unless it's like porn stars or something. Yeah, yeah. They get them onto an island and they all think they're going there to like fuck and fuck each other and cheat on each other and, you know, cause havoc. But then they get there. They're there for like 12 hours and they all start like pairing off. And then this like little Siri-esque Alexa in the house is like, you thought you were coming here just to root and fucking have a good time. What's actually going to happen is that the pro- there's prize money at the end of this of a hundred grand. And every time you fucking do anything sexual with one another, we take money away from you. Mm. So they can't fuck. So they've already started hooking up and everything. And then Or kiss. Like, can't kiss, can't do anything. And within like four episodes, they're down to 50 grand. Of course they are. Of course they are. These guys are like... They're are the people dumbest rooting? Thing. Yeah. People are rooting. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. They're like, fucking care, eh? Well, in the episode that I got to last night... Is this English? It's all... Like, it's... I don't... It's got... There are people from all around the world, so it's not just Poms. There's an Aussie guy in there who's with the hottest chick. To be honest, shout out to the Australian flag. Of course. Flag. Does that surprise anyone? No, it doesn't. But, you know, it's... um. They are the only... And he's the only one that's rooted thus far. Which is surprising. Now... This is based on my somewhat limited experience with reality TV shows globally. Tom. Yes, but the poems always go the big lift and take the clothes off. And in terms of rooting, yeah, and they'll go for it on camera. Not a problem. <laughs> yeah. Not a problem. No, the they, poms, won't, they won't even blink the eyelid. Poms mate. very happy to just fuck on yeah, camera. Not a problem, mate. Very happy. You'd to. also find that though with your Germans though as well. I well, mean, I don't watch any German reality TV neither do shows. I, but you Tom. used to see like German. You remember Big Brother? Pretty. In terms of like risque content, the big, big up, brother up, 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 up late. Well, yeah, but it was never that. You might see like hot but dogs. But it was called dick. like Big Brother yeah, up late. You'd see their dicks yeah. and their vaginas, right? But in Germany, they'd be like, 
they'd be fucking in a spa. Yeah. Like, wild shit. Mm. Yeah, look, but exactly. So I'm saying Australia, a little bit more conservative in that respect. Yes. Never got the full pump on Big no, Brother. No. Not that I think the nation wanted. Not the pump the nation <laughs> no, wanted. No, 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 no. <laughs> so it's good to hear that this bloke's, what, throwing caution to the wind? Would yes, you say? but I think it's important that you mention that, Eddie, because historically the POM loves to fuck on camera. <laughs> yeah, happy to. Australians a little more reserved in that sense. Sort of let our personalities do the talking, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, that's sort of the the foundation yeah. of the Aussie, isn't it? We fuck you with our personality. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and our accents. And our accents. And you love it. Yeah, everyone's obsessed with it. Anyway, I don't know where this is going. Neither do I. Neither do I. Uh, neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> Rugby league's back Rugby top. league, Eddie. It hasn't stopped. Even in the COVID off-season, we have players playing up. Now... Before we get into rugby league, Tom, yeah, of which there's another story. Yes. There's another headline. Of there's course. stories and headlines every day. If we didn't have rugby league, Fox Sports would, would it be, be around fucked. anymore? No, I don't think so. Did you see the one that Fox Sports did? Sorry to stop you there. They did an article. This is just another, you know, tough week for Fox Sports. It was like Warney's boys looking like look at the amazing transformation. Oh, he's big on Sun's gone through. It's like, oh, what you mean? Like a kid going from a teenager to a young adult and like lifting heavy. Well, yes and no. But it's more, I think, the fact that Jackson Warren, yes, thickened up. Oh, he's thickened up immensely. But but prepared to get in front of the camera and do some work well, and and post without the if look a, a very without casual, shame casual perusal of Jackson Warren's IG will show that he's taken yeah. some very risque photos that would be of interest to both male and female suitors punters and dribblers if i was to say to you that the caption to my photo was last one i promise what have you got in your mind <laughs> You got some pretty fucking indulgent yes, shit. This you? is indulgent shit. If you're saying last one, I promise you're acknowledging that you, you are, are being indulgent, super indulgent yeah. in posting very homoerotic photos of yourself. <laughs> Nothing so, wrong with that. Look, that's Jackson, and that's Fox Sports, and a glimpse into where they'd be without rugby league. Now, I don't know what is going on in South Australia or Victoria or Western Australia, but AFL there hasn't been a Heap. There's been Ben Cousins back in prison. That's it. Which, I mean, can we get off Ben, please? We all know he's got a drug problem. Yeah. Like, just leave him alone. Leave him. Like, oh, you're shocked that he's that he's still on the gear? Are you? Are you really? Are you honestly shocked? Even after that documentary, it was like, oh, this is a drug addict that, they've got here. This that, isn't anything. That documentary he's not back. was so lowbrow. Yeah, like it everyone was. fucking knows he's got a drug problem. Leave him alone. Yeah. Anyway, that's all AFL's got. And we've got some listers in those parts of the world, and shout out to you. I'm just concerned about what you're doing at the moment. What are you guys doing? What are you doing over there and down there? What are you what are you talking about? It seems like I actually think we need to reach out to anyone we know who's a solely AFL-based fan. Like, what would you be doing without us? Are you okay? <laughs> Are you okay? Please reach out because at this point, very concerned for the look. Concerned AFL for all of you. Look, if, there's, if we've got some dribblers down in Adelaide, I know we've got some listeners down there, and you want to f- call up the the dribbler hotline and just let us let us. How are no, you doing? How are you going? How are you doing with no AFL news? Because obviously neither sport is being played AFL or, or rugby league, but we have yarns coming out of our assholes, whether it be uh, 
St. Peter Volandis, PVL, as I heard him referred to during the week, which I love. PVL. Yeah. St. PVL, you know, single-handedly saving a sport and getting it on the air when no other sport on the planet is doing so. Or you've got... Of substance. Don't come come up with the Belarusian fucking soccer league. I won't have it. I'm not into it. And then not to... uh, When that's there, so we've got the season coming back. All we need is for everything to go smoothly before the 28th and we're back and we're good. But rugby league doesn't operate like that. No, We know this. No. When it's an off-season, it doesn't. And this is an off-season of sorts. It's a COVID-enforced off-season. And now we've got Trell and Adokar breaking social distancing laws. And that's been the big story that's been going on just before we got to air. Huge story. Look, off the bat, am I surprised? No. No. I was actually a little bit surprised that we hadn't seen more... NRL players in hot curry for ignoring Ignoring blatantly social distancing. distancing. So for us to have lasted as long as we have, it's impressive. But equally, the longer we've had to wait and the closer we get to D-Day to to lift off for Project Apollo. Yeah, exactly, to moon landing. To moon landing. It's now getting very serious and the threat to the season becomes more profound. Yes. The more... The more you fuck up, the closer the we closer get, if we that get makes to sense. The, the closer the moon landing, you fuck up. Yes. We can fuck up, like, you know, if, it, it's, if we, it's months out from landing on the moon, I don't mind. We don't want to abort. No, that's it. And if you do it or too close. blow up mid, Yeah. you know. Look, we want to make it to the moon is what we're saying. And when Trell and Ado Carr put their finger up and, and go camping and... I'll be honest with you, punters and jubblers. Well, let's do just I... give some context first about what they actually okay. did, because in case you don't know. Well, if you don't know. Well, look, I mean, some of you, some may, of not. you may not know. So over the weekend, Trell and Adokar were up at Trell's private property in Dior. Kempsey? That's, uh, I don't know. That part of the world. Northern the New South Wales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with uh, some friends and some family, and they were hooning around on motorbikes, shooting guns, and putting it on social media which is not surprising either because if social media wasn't involved, then no one would even know that this happened. Which is, you know, most of the problem. So I got picked up on social media and people are like, they're now being investigated by New South Wales police and the NRL for breaking social distancing laws. Now, they came out since and said that it was about helping family members, some family members, I think, that were dealing with some issues, mentally maybe, and also about reconnecting to their culture. Now, all of these things may be true. Let's say these that that's exactly what it was. It was about helping someone who was in, you know depressed, mental health, and reconnecting to the culture. Look, I don't see any reason to not believe them when they well, say that. Well, I would say that firstly, it doesn't look it's look, you know what, you're always No, but you can't say like Connecting with culture could be for them as simple as just getting around some brothers. Yeah, sure. But that's not an excuse. No, it's not an excuse. Yeah. But I'm just saying we don't need to even touch on it because it's not relevant, I don't think. Well, no, I think it is because I think when you fuck up and you do something wrong, the cultural... If you're using that as the excuse for it, like, listen, man, we're helping someone out with depression. It's like, I get that. And that's cool. Like, I understand that the importance that that, that holds. But you're... Fu- we're, we're like a couple of weeks out from landing on the moon, bro. Like, you just can't do it. Sorry. And no one else is allowed to do it. Yeah. And some people are making a racial connection to it. And it's like, no, dude. It's just that you can't do it. And especially when you're NRL players and you're posting it on social media, that like, 
No, but that's the thing. No one's allowed. No one is allowed to do what they did. No, no one, regardless of situation or of anything, mental, fucking or culture, or where you're from, and all that shit. And the fact that it's jeopardised potentially the start of rugby league. If some of them were to get it, like if Ado Car was to get it, or Latrell was to get it off their cousins or whatever, and it's all over. It's fucked. It's fucked. It's and all then, over yeah. now. Was that silly? Yeah, it was. Was putting it on social media silly? That was the silliest part That's of it. That's the silliest part. Yeah. Like, bruh, how are you not saying to your mates and your cousins, oi, no phones this week, Bro, boy. it was Adokar doing it. I didn't even, I didn't even, because, you know. How do they not? I saw it on Adokar's social media and I didn't think for a second, like, oh, fuck, he's breaking social distancing laws because I'm not like a, a do-gooder sort of, you know, trying to, Get people in trouble. I just saw it and was like, "Oh, they look." No, but when I saw it, when I saw it, I saw him on motorbikes. Yeah, but that's. I mean, if he's with his household on his own property, that's playing on. Yeah, but he wasn't. But I didn't know. No, exactly. Because you couldn't tell that context. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't until I saw the big photo of him around the 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 campfire. I was like, "Oh, hang on. This looks like a bit of a good time. Yahooing. This looks like a Yahoo. This doesn't. This looks like a Yahoo here. Look, I know my Yahoo is from my, you know." Family get-togethers. Family get-togethers, that's right. That was a Yahoo. Now, yeah, I just think you can't be fucking up this close and you can't be trying to excuse yourself for using things that everyone would like to fucking get together with family members who've got mental health problems or this or that, but you can't. But also, you two more than anyone. You Exactly. Like, there's more on the line for you two than just, than just me and Tom. Exactly. Like, if me and Tom did it, a, no one. I've got like three hundred followers on fucking Instagram, so no one would see it. No, and that wouldn't have the same effect. It'd be wrong. Well, sure. you know what, Eddie? I mean, if you th- if it if it affected the podcast, it might have the same. Well, that's exactly right. And the punters and dribblers wouldn't be happy. No, if I'd put the podcast at jeopardy. Well, we'd have to try and do some sort of hospital hookup and get a microphone into your Look, ventilator. Exactly. It's the same thing, but on a slightly bigger scale for the NRL and putting it in jeopardy. Now, I just can't understand for the life of me how. They can't see how important rugby league restarting on May 28th is. Like, it's in the news constantly. They would have been reminded constantly. They know how precarious the whole situation, situation is. is. This is a house of cards, punters and dribblers. Make no mistake. And a slight breeze, and this fucker comes all the way crashing down, and then we start losing, you know, credibility. We lose broadcast sponsorship deals. We lose revenue. We potentially lose clubs. Don't go getting corona on the eve of the moon landing. That's all we're saying. That's it. No drugs. Do you think I'm that bothered by it? I couldn't no. give a fuck about you going and hanging out with your cousins and your brothers and your fucking family. Just don't go getting corona on the eve of the moon landing. Because then we're not going to the moon. Then we're not going to the moon. And all this work is for nothing. That's all we're saying. And we'll be sitting on our back porches staring at the moon. Wishing we had a gone. And going, but instead, there's no rugby league being played on that moon. But instead, they'll turn around and go, you can't be trusted. Your players can't be trusted. Your biosecurity measures are trash. And you're not restarting. And then we have no sport because the AFL's not getting up and about. Of course the AFL's They're not They're not going to be played the rest of the year. So there's nothing to look forward to. This is bigger than you guys. So you just this is to... big. This is bigger than riding bikes. Yeah. This is this is the moon landing we're talking about. 
they're talking about suspending him. And someone sent us a DM was like, this is fucking outrageous. I'm like, is it? I feel like this is more egregious given the current circumstances. I think, I think you 100%. I think you 100% suspend him. Why punters and dribblers? Why do I think that? Because it's rugby league and they can't be trusted. No. And you need to send warnings. That's it. Line in the sand stuff. It has to, has to be warnings. We know from experience that the rugby league player can't be trusted generally speaking yeah now even in a global pandemic that's why that like the reason they can't be trusted is also the reason we love the sport that's it and the players themselves so we love that we can't trust them but unfortunately sometimes we got to clip them behind the ears you got to be clipping that's what it is it's a clipping and i'm not talking anything outrageous i'm not talking fucking half season full season two game clipping i'm talking a two three game clip that's what i'm talking about that's it. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Well, listen, maybe but in a in a in a 17 game season is two three games too much of a clipping? No. I think two games is spot on. I think two game clip. Cuz you got to remember that you got to send a message. Yeah, you got to send a message. You don't want to fuck your clubs reduce season, you know, the games on the line here. This is about the game as much as anything else and they need to be clipped. And then we just and we go, yep, sweet. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a silly fuck up. It doesn't matter. They've come out and apologised. I couldn't on their care. IG. I couldn't. I couldn't really care less. I only care if the game's in jeopardy That's because it. we want to watch. Rugby you League. certainly don't hold it against me. You go, all right, you fucked up. Two game clipping. Two games Move max. On. Two games max. If one, I'll, I'll wear one. But give him a clip. Give certainly him a clip. clipping's required. Um, but you know, rugby league. I mean, rugby it, just, league. it just it continues to deliver. It's it wonderful. continues to deliver. The one narrative great, and the know, yarn. Uh, but in terms of uh, state of origin, is there a uh, is there a development there? There's a development there. Punters and dribblers, we've been promised state of origin. Now we had during the week a number of Queenslanders reach out, and rightly so, with evidence of messages to their local members. Yep. I think that was well received. I think the message was passed on. Well, I think, it seems to have. I think Anastasia's coming around. She's opened up the fucking restrictions. The power of the punter. Yeah. The power of the punter. Does it surprise you? It shouldn't because it happens time and time again and it's not a coincidence. Now, they're looking at rugby league or rather state of origin after the grand final, which I like, Mm -hmm. which I like, Tom. I'm a big fan of that. October origin. Bang. Three weeks in a row. Dus, dus, dus. Love it. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. I mean, if that doesn't put lead in the pencil, punters and dribblers, nothing will. It'll give you full-blown lead poisoning, Eddie. I think it's guaranteed. Now, better than that, punters and dribblers. And again, St. PVL getting it done mm. and putting the punter and the dribbler first which is what I like Tom yep. has suggested that if you are a hardcore fan and hardcore the P and the DR mm. are prepared to self-isolate for two weeks you can go to the game that's so good you'd find 80,000 dribblers you would find I'd be shocked if you didn't find 80,000 dribblers Hardcore, bleeding maroon, Blatchy's bleeding blue. Blatchy's blues types. Yeah, mate. Yeah, give it a tip. Blatchy will be isolating. Blatchy fucking oath you. Well, Blatchy is almost dribbler patient zero. Now, I don't know what that means. Probably means you can't leave the house at all. Yeah, I'd say something like that. Now, I don't know if your family members can move. Look, I don't know the intricacies, the ins and the outs. PVL will keep us updated. PVL will keep us updated. It, would it surprise anyone that... The restrictions had been lifted by November. Wouldn't shock me, Tom. No. Not the big lift that the nation's going through at the moment. Well, flattening the curve. Well, it's flattening. Winter a concern. Not there yet. But if we can get through the winter, I mean, I think we'll all be at at November, October origin. Yeah. Rain, hail or shine, It'll be a professional flattening if we're to get through winter. But do you and I, if, if required... 
do we go through the two week ISO for the love of the love of the love state? the sport, love of the game? Yes, I will do that. If it's a two week ISO, it's required to get us to the game. All three in New South Wales, I hope. Uh, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do what needs to be done, Eddie. Yeah, for the Excuse state. Me. For the state. Obviously, the NRL will pay for the the tickets. I'd assume. Well, for us, yes. I can't promise that to the P and the D. No, but our tickets. 100% Bought and paid for by the NRL. Uh, yeah, very exciting. Did you see Mal Meninga, um, his idea for the competition because clubs were cut about having to... The, you know, like the losses that have already occurred. So the teams that haven't won a game yet, Roosters, whoever else. Um, because it's a shortened season, those losses now become far more weighty. So Mal wanted it to be like, you're not playing for points. It's purely for and against. Mal seems to... Mal's a great player, right? Mal's a legend of the game, great player. I'm going to say this quite controversially, I think, but I don't think Mal's that big of a thinker. Mal's not a big thinker. Greatest coach in Oregon history. Mal's, Mal's, Mal, I think no, Mal no, boys no. boys. He's the he, greatest boy mate, of he's boys. The, he, look, you look at, you have one look at Mal and you know it straight after looking at him, that he's one of the great boys of yeah. boys. Like, you look at him and he'll boy you. He's not an X's and O's guy. No, no. Not a big thinker. No. Look at his political ambition. Well, it lasted all of thirty seconds. And then, now that's no that's no disrespect to Big Mal. He's an immortal. He's a legend. Legend of the game. We love Mal. But Mal's good at what Mal was good at, which is playing the game of rugby league yeah. and boy and boys. Yeah, that's it. But if you're, you're not going to get Mal to, you know, to win your game off the back of now, so you know I what I, you know what I would say to people that think that the competition needs to be reset, like namely Roosters fans yeah. and Pilatus and mm. shit. You shouldn't have lost the first two games, yeah. bro. If you got a problem with it, try winning. Try winning a game in the first two. You can't come out and go, "Oh, look, the reason that we lost those first two games, like we wouldn't have lost those first two games, rather if we knew there was going to be a shortened season." Because that's essentially what you're saying. Yeah. If we knew, we wouldn't have lost them. Ah, uh, shush. You yeah. lost. Shush. Take it on the chin. You got plenty of time. This isn't a death sentence by any means. No. If you're not good enough to make the eight, you're not good enough, bro. Exactly. If you go out and win games of football over 80 tough minutes, Tom, and you can get some W's on the board and get two points in the bag every week, you'll be there come finals. You'll be there. You'll be there. You'll be there at the pointy end when the bloody decisions are getting made, when the prizes are being handed out. But if you've lost the two games up front, tough titties. And you know what else I'd say? If you're in the mindset of of begging for point resets, I think you're fucked. You're already fucked. So I'll give you the hot tip, Roosters fans. I would not want to be in your bed because if you think you're getting a three-peat on the back of whinging and complaining no. and moaning and sooking, no. you've lost it, mate. You've lost it. That's that's a losing attitude. You're losing. What you're would losing. MJ say? MJ would spit in your mouth. He'd spit in your mouth and say, go on. <laughs> and give me those premierships you won. They're give worthless. me the rings. They're worth nothing. They're worth nothing. I'm you're, spitting in your mouth. Because you're sooks. Yeah. You're weak. The lot of you. Now wake up to yourselves. They'll show a bit of ticker. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise you're getting gollies in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, MJ gets wins of that. He'll golly in your mouth. <laughs> Punters and dribblers, big week in sport last week. Huge. Uh, Raylene Castle's gone. So that was that's two high-profile CEOs gone in the space of like three days. Vale, Raylene. Now, it, it, it was seeming more and more so as the, as the weeks and the months drew by. Well, look, I think that we Raylene's that, yeah. job was... She was always... On, she was going to get a... Was getting shaky. Metaphorical bullet. Yeah. It's just, for me, Tom, the way in which it came about... Leaves a bit of a funny taste in the it mouth. It was the most rugby union way for a CEO to get ousted. Eleven old boys penning a letter of yeah. 
Um, like at no confidence or some bullshit. And it's like, bruh, a bunch. It was like all these old captains, some of whom you're like, I mean, we're using the term captain very loosely here. Like you captained one fucking test match. Dude, the funniest is like people like Nick Fire Jones, right? Who, when he was in charge of New South Wales rugby, was paying was paying his mates mortgages and shit out of the fucking. Well, funds is that he defamation, had. or do we know that we don't? It was get... in the paper the other day. Oh, really? Yes, bro. Right. He got done for it. He paid it back and shit, and was like, "Oh no, no, no harm, no foul." But it's right. like, okay. bro, come on. So it's like you're coming here, and and what's and you know what's uh, like you know when you're fucked. When and it's just, this is the most rugby union thing ever. Sterling Mortlock was being interviewed about it. And it was like, you know, look, we're not blaming Raylene or anything. And he's like, what all we want is to make Australian rugby great again. And I'm like, that if you're already using slogans from Trump's campaign four years ago, it's like a joke that's old as fuck. Like when Trump started saying make America great again, those jokes were probably relevant for like a month. And then now it's like, everything's like, make this great again, make something great again. It's like... He actually said, we just want to make Australian rugby great again. And you're like, you're not the man for the job, bro. Sorry. You need to be taking around rich investors oh, to fucking Mr. Yes, Wong's, dude. Mr. What? Stay in your Stay lane. Stay in your lane, boys. <laughs> this is Mr. Wong stuff for like, you guys. For God's sake, Peter Fitzsimon, who I agree with and disagree with, he wrote in his, in a pay, uh, an article, I think it was yesterday on Sunday, being like, a mate of hit a mate of his was going to sign the letter, but mm. then read it and was like, you've got no solutions in here. This yeah. is just more negativity piling on the fucking, piling on the misery yeah. with no explanation as to how you could have done it better or how I it could was, be done better. Oh, you would think that during this time of crisis that it would have been more important for Rugby Australia to get a broadcast deal up and running than to fucking sack Raylene. We're like, and, and, and I would assume pay her out. I'm sure they paid her out. Well, like Toddley got paid out. Toddley got paid out six fifty. Exactly. So what? You're paying out railing. Just let her see out her term. Let her get a fucking broadcast deal sorted, and then we won't get you eleven fucking white guys minus George Gregan who love you know telling boring old rugby stories at Mr. Wong's. Yeah, yeah. Look, yeah, we know you were good in 2002. Yeah, oh, great. Yeah, we know, we know you, you were good in the late, late 90s. We, like, we know that, mate. No one's disputing that it was a great era for the game, but your players are nothing more. That you're nothing more than players. Yeah. And whatever you've done post-career, it's it's not... it's It doesn't transition to running a... a uh, you know, a, a sports administration, yeah. a game, no. one of the most high-profile, most difficult jobs in the in the land. It's probably one of the most difficult jobs on the planet. And just because you've been sucking back piss at Mr. Wong's spinning <laughs> old yarns doesn't mean you're qualified, no. bro. No. How does... What do you mean? It's like, just... honestly, one of the hardest jobs I reckon going. I mean, look, maybe. I mean, there's probably harder jobs, but... I'm Just in terms of, like... Being able to deliver something that people are going to be happy with. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, it's just all they, they're... Like, if you think that like... We just want to get uniformity across all levels of the, of the, of the rugby of the game so that we all know we're pulling in the same direction. So that means, uh, you know, a, 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 a... a, uh, a uniting of message from grassroots to club rugby to super rugby and to the national rugby. Like, everyone's been saying that for the last fucking 10 years. What does that mean? That's nothing. Everyone's been saying that. What we do need you to, mean? We need to put pride back in the jersey. Yeah, pride back in the jersey and focus more on our grassroots. And everything. it's like, oh, bro. Yeah, I'm already of course. Asleep. I'm already bored. 
Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. That's, yeah, sure. I'll tell you what you need, though, as well. You need, you need money. You need a TV rights deal, bruh. You need, you need pe- money. You need revenue. Where are we watching rugby? You need rub- You need revenue. You also need someone with, with nuts. And I don't mean that literally. You don't mean testicles. No, I mean like stones. Yeah. Stones to come in and go, we're not playing with Sanzo anymore. It's all over. Sorry. Writing's on the wall. Yeah. We're out. We're out. We're going to do it ourselves and try and build a domestic product that can maybe bring in revenues in the long term. Because if you think that Super Rugby is going to be around in three, four years' time, you're an idiot. Mm. Well, it's it, not going to be. I mean, is it going to survive the fucking... And there is a reason, brah, that New Zealand continually says no to us going out on our, on our own. Because they go, what the fuck do you guys offer? Is it kind you of offer, like, You offer nothing. It's like New Zealand who have suitors all over the world and then we're like just New Zealand's side piece. And we're like, can you be, let's let's just be exclusive. Could we be official? Could we be Facebook it's official? Like Tasman- and New Zealand's like, no, bro, we're not Facebook official. It's like Tasmania starting their own rugby league tournament, being like, oi, can we... Can we like saddle in on on the NRL? Like, can we can we yeah, get in on no, that? No, no, you can't. No, sorry. A, you're no good, and B, you offer no revenue or money or market or sh- market share at the moment. Not to say you can't wrestle it back, but you got to do it the old fashioned way, baby, from the ground up. It's the height of like. Uh, almost misguided arrogance that probably is only born out of winning one or two World Cups. And I think like, let's just unite all the captains. We're just going to come in here. Like uniting the houses in Game of Thrones. exactly. Like, let's just all get in here. We're going to throw around some fucking boring rugby league jargon, like corporate governance and fucking grassroots. And then we're just going to go, let's, let's go to Mr. Wong's. Let's go to Mr. Wong's and celebrate our success. Yeah, and our domination. suck down piss and fucking. And then we'll get, get our R.M. Williams boots shined. And then we'll give the we'll give the gig to Kernsey. Yeah, Kernsey. Kernsey. Kernsey, how are you, brother? Kernsey. Yeah, we got rid of that fucking bitch, Raylene. You're in the job, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Part of me wants Kerns to get it, just to see <laughs> the absolute car crash it becomes. Yeah. Well, continuation. The car crash continues, right? Like well, it's yeah, fucking... it's, yeah, it'll start to roll. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Look, we'll see what happens. Apparently, there's some bloke that's come in, some Wiggums. Wiggins? Who do your punters for? and dribblers? No, he's on the board, making a lot of noise, splashing about. May may get the, the nod over Kearns. I don't know what his go is, punters and dribblers. Just thought I'd mention it. Yeah. Wonder if Toddley maybe gets a share. I wouldn't have thought so. Toddley though is at least an administrator by well, trade. Yeah, he well look, Toddley is an administrator by trade, but by all um, uh, the rumours that have come been coming out after his sacking mm. lead me to believe that Toddley does well when there's money to throw. Yeah, right. How so would how to, would Toddley to, uh, how would Toddley go on the on, smell of an oily rag? Yes. Is he an oily rag sort of guy? I don't, no, think, I don't so. think so. Does that beard look like no. an oily rag beard no, no, to no. you? That looks like an oiled beard and that screams cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of it. Lots of it. So I don't know if Toddley's the right man for the job. Uh, Vale Raylene. Vale Raylene. Tough like- gig in the end, babe. Real tough. Yeah, real tough. And it You fit- know what? Go put your feet up. Have a wine. And just get this get this nightmare out of your head. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Go walk your dog or something like. Just relax. You know what? You don't. You've earned to, it. You've earned it. You can get out get out of the business attire. Put on some trackies. Put some tracky. You like? Tell me you aren't 
stoked to be in trackies. Raylene is definitely in trackies as we speak. 100%. She's gotten out of the, the kitten heels. Podcast in. Heels off. She's, Ugg boots on. Ugg boots on, baby. Trackies. It's Ugg boot time for Raylene. Nice fleece jumper and Gorgeous. just fucking go for a nice it's walk. It's a dream. Absolutely beautiful. She's got a bit of tie on the way. She's yeah. got some ice cream in the fridge. Yeah. Beautiful stuff. We're putting the crowns probably on Netflix. She loved the, the crown. crown. Oh, she would. She would. She's a big fan of the crown. The crown's on. She's got some nice red. She got that juicy payout. She's well, mate, great. juicy payout. She's probably you know drinking fucking Grange. Oh, mate, six figure payout. Put it that way. Palatial estate. Beautiful. It's a dream. Thai food on the way. She, mate, she would wake up with the biggest relief. The biggest sense of relief going, oh, my thank God. Fuck thank fuck, that's over. Kernsey, mate, go for yeah, gold, Yeah, all bro. yours. All yours, bro. Like, these 11 dead shits come and go, we want you gone. <laughs> and she's like, all right, sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, thank God. Fuck I've been ya. looking for something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you. I've actually been begging to get fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, get your broadcast deal yourself and fuck you. And they'll probably just blame her for all the horse shit that goes on. It's like government, dude. They, you always just blame the previous government. Yes. Yes, you do. No matter what you do. Look, anyway. we'll see what happens. I wish rugby all the best. I'm we, just, look, we say But it's just a bit, you, but, but put it this way, punters and dribblers. They're singing from the same old song sheet. Yeah. And that has got them where? They're also not here. new and fresh guys. Like Same song sheet, same, song same sheet. fucking choir. Same song sheet. In fact, old song sheet. It's from the same, it's from the hymn book that they were singing from. It's old as fuck. Yeah. And the choir boys are still singing. These it's, guys, I wonder what like what just these eleven old dudes, and they are old. Now. What they're like media nows is, and now I'm just and I'm. Did I mean, John Eels sign it? No, of course he didn't. Of course he didn't. Nobody fucking knows what's up because nobody's perfect. Yeah, exactly. But just what in terms of this new technological age, I just would like to know what the 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 media savvy is from these eleven former rugby players that have probably suffered plenty of concussions in their time. Like, it's not all just corporate governance and fucking grassroots shit and make rugby great again. Like, do you have any idea about anything like the way of the world? But you're just saying things. Yeah. That's not... You're not doers. You're not no. doers. Look at St. Peter Volandis. He's a doer. That's a textbook doer. That's a textbook doer. You need a doer, bro. You need someone, though, that will, as we've said with Volandis, if he has to, he'll put a bullet in your head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Vlandy doesn't need his 10 mates to come and sign a petition with him. He just makes shit happen. Oh, and, you know, and he doesn't take any shit. Like, they come out being like, oh, it's dangerous. Oh, it's this. Like, Peter Fitzsimons, again, trying to say it was dangerous and NRL needs to be put in its place. He's like, brah, brah, brah. We stopped when the infection rate was 25%. It is now continually below half a percent. Yeah. You're talking shit. Yeah. You're alarmist for no reason. You're talking absolute nonsense. And I mate. did even hear Fitzsimons saying, like, if it's okay for rugby league to start, why doesn't Gladys come out and say it's okay for everyone? It's like, because rugby's international, bro. Like, so there's no, rugby ain't coming back. No, no, it can't. Mate, the borders, well, you won't be able to fly till next year, I don't think. Interesting. So. That in mind, as we transition off of uh, Vale, Raylene, Valene, just in the fact the borders aren't going to open until next year, they're talking about how very seriously in jeopardy the test summer is, which is a fucking nightmare, right? Which is where we may see. Cricket Australia nude. We may see them nude. Which is sort of what you were trying to say last so, week. Yes. Did you put that in? Uh, no, I took it out because we thought that it was a load of shit. Well, I thought. You thought. And convinced you. Yes, but it, it just sounded clunky. So, punters and dribblers, you won't know what we're you talking about. You won't even know what we're talking about. But I then read an article almost as soon as we left the podcast, and I was like, well, there you go. <laughs> so, 
Um, but if they don't, I heard someone put this thing forward. So like, so let's say India can't come out here. It could be an opportunity to have the state comp and the big bash for the first time ever, just jam packed full of throbbers. Sick. And I was like, well, I would I, get around yeah, that. I'd get around that. Right. Like you imagine you sat like the, the pure milk cup with all the fucking, the throbby boys in there. Yeah, but I'm talking more my Sheffield Shield. That's what and, I mean. And and get the big you, the big rivalries, Victoria, New South Wales. Put yeah. that on Boxing yeah. Day. Imagine that. I'd watch the shit out of that. Yes, mate. That'd not a fucking, problem. But with cool. all the throbbers. It has to be all the throbbers. You're not giving anyone any time. And they'd on. get crowds of people that love it. Well, if crowds are, st- if crowds are allowed by oh, that Oh, of stage. course. Well, I mean, fingers crossed, right? Whatever, yeah. But whatever. Just yeah. give me the cricket. Yes. Because a Boxing Day test with New South Wales and Victoria... Would be hectic. The only problem there is, is that you necess- you don't get all of the best players because, like, say, some play for Western Australia. It'd be enough. It'd be it'd be enough. It would you'd take it. You would take it. Yeah, you'd take it. You could, well, especially with Victoria and New South Wales. Well, see, problem again. Payne, captain of Australia, not playing on Boxing Day. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Isn't no, it? but he can play someone else. Yeah, they, they can- play another one. Yeah, because they are. I guess you're still going to have tests. Like, well, how many states? There's six states, five states. Two territories. Two territories? West Australia, no, South Australia, Victoria, New South Wales, Queensland. Five. Tassie. Tasmania. Western Australia, New South Wales, Victoria, <laughs> Queensland, South Australia. Well, hang on, let's go from top to bottom. Queensland, Queensland New South, South Wales, Wales, Victoria, Victoria Tasmania. South Australia, Tasmania. Yeah, six. And then two territories. Yeah, I was right. Were you? Do we need to count? I don't even know what you fucking said anymore. I said six. Did you? Or maybe five. Yeah. And then I said six. <laughs> yeah, <I> <laughs> Geography, not a strong suit of the punter or the dribbler. Well, not when I'm mid-yarn. No. Not when I'm mid um, But I would get around that. Yeah, New South you. Wales, Victoria, Boxing Day. Prawns. What's the prawn situation right now, currently? I think it's strong. What's the global fishing position? Because I, I was like, I've been seeing my local fish shop, my, my prawn outlet. Yeah. And I've been like, don't know if I'm trusting... Like if these, well, because I'm wondering if like fishing's still going on, or if prawns are kept in the freezer and just being defrosted for my. Well, prawns are farmed, so yeah, they've got the. Why would you stop? Why would you stop your prawn farm? Why? Well, I thought they were just taken from the ocean. No, 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 they're farmed mostly. Really? Yes. Yes. Interesting. Yes. That's one for the punter and the dribbler. Yeah. Now you know. Not to say they all are, but the vast majority of them are f- from prawn farms. vast majority of prawns we consume prawn as farms. proud prawn eaters. Yeah, prawn farms. Shit. Okay. So there you go, punters and dribblers. Where are we now in, in terms of where the podcast is, where the yarn is, where we were headed? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't even know how we ended up here. No. What I do know, what I do know, Tom, is that it's... I'm lost. <laughs> what I did see, and this is something that I think I'd heard before, but didn't know it was actually confirmed to the point of like someone oh, yeah, involved in the uh, someone involved in the yarn confirmed it. But did you know that at some point during the nineties, Mike Tyson walked in on Brad Pitt fucking his missus? I saw that. Did you read that article? I read that the other day. I was like, that- my phone rang and I forgot to go back to it. Yeah, I just wrote down. Tyson saw Brad Pitt fuck his missus. Walked in, Brad Pitt's fucking his missus, and then Tyson's like, excuse me, what's going on They here? were married? Yeah. They were in Tyson's house. And what, one of his big rack benders or something? I don't know. I didn't get that into it. It's written in his book, so do all that. Right. But, and that 
Tyson's gone in there like, what the fuck's going on? And Brad's like, please don't strike me. And Tyson was like, the fear in the man's eyes looked like he was he was being he was preparing to have his last rights read. What sort of man? And even Brad Pitt. I mean, I can't even imagine anyone would do this. What sort of person would fuck Mike Tyson's wife in his own in, home in, in the nineties? <laughs> In his prime. That's Mike Tyson could very well, punters and dribblers, be the scariest man ever to, to exist. Yeah. And he could still kill you now with a punch. Yes, he could. Let mate. alone 90s Tyson. Who's taking his missus upstairs at his own house? Again, Mike's probably had a couple. No, no piece of ass is worth that. You've lost it, mate. You have lost it. You've lost it, mate. Absolute lost blood. Now, do still also... S- Strangely respect Brad Pitt. Oh, for it. Brad's what a yarn. What a yarn for Brad to have. You know what? You know what this does? You know what this does? It cements Brad Pitt as one of the great Lotharios of our time. Exactly. It does. One of the, the great leading men. Because that's what a Lothario would do. Yeah. He'd fuck Mike Tyson's wife in Mike's own home. He just, in the 90s. Because he loves to fuck. And also, but like... If no, he can't help himself. But also, but also, if Mike Tyson is at his peak in the 90s, Brad Pitt is also at his peak in the 90s. In fucking, in hotness. <laughs> yeah, way in hotness. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, ho- in what Brad in, is, in, yeah. what, in the commodity Brad trades. Yes. If it was punches although he Mike, hasn't, Although he hasn't really diminished. No, he hasn't. A whole lot. But if you want to talk peak, peak fuckable Brad Pitt, yeah, yeah. it's got to be the 90s. That's 100%. It's no, without question. It's a no-brainer. He's 27 or something, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a Lothario who just needs to fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like Tyson is an animal that needs to kill people. Yes, yes. It's just it's a it's, it's two a design of their game. Well, it's two exactly coming to, come, coming head to head. Now, Brad better at fucking, Mike better at punching. Yeah. Unfortunately, it crossed over from the fucking realm. Brad was winning that when he was fucking his wife, and then Tyson walked into the room. And well, now let me ask you this: the power let shifts ask, back towards Mike. Let me ask you this: Let me ask you this: Who won? Well, Brad didn't get punched. I think Brad won. Brad what might have won. Because Mike didn't lay him out no. the way he should have. No, but I mean also... I, well, the way you'd expect him to have. Yes, in those times. 90s Mike. Now, were they friends? I, I wouldn't think so. I think that'd be that'd get you a punch more than... Than not being. Yeah. Okay, so he walks in, oh, there's Brad... If Brad's my young mate, Lothario, young Lothario, prime of his life, yeah, hot as fuck, yeah, yeah I literally, get, you'd probably be taken back seeing someone that attractive. You sort of get it in the on the job, yeah. You probably think about imagine joining. like when you probably well, think about joining. When you think about like fuck, wouldn't it have been nice to have been to a Tyson fight in the '90s? It's like, wouldn't you have liked to have seen Brad Pitt on the pump in the '90s? Wouldn't you have liked to have been at Mike Tyson's home in the '90s at one of his famous parties? Fucking, you know, big yarns, big yahoos. And then stumbling into a room where you see Brad on the job. 90s Brad on the go. It'd be up there, right, I reckon, with watching Mike Tyson lay people out in prison when they apparently they used to line up and he'd go on one at a time. Did he? Heard that. Have you heard that? No. When he was in prison, apparently he used to go on one at a time. They'd walk into his cell and he'd just fucking, he'd go them all. <laughs> like real hectic shit. Who needs that in their life? Because they got lifers in there that yeah. are like, fuck it, I'll have a crack. That's what have got to lose? May as well go up against the baddest man on the planet. See if, see if I can... I wonder whether you would enjoy that as Mike Tyson going, right? I no, I don't think so. I don't you think see how damaged he was when he came out? That's when he's on the steps and he's yelling that reporter. Yeah, 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 yeah
I won't yeah. say it. No, no, low, no. It's very, it's very, it's very low. If you haven't seen it, go look it up. It's crazy. It's intense. You tell me that man wasn't beating people to to a pulp with in his prison. bare with his bare hands. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. And he saw some shit in there. Oh, of course he did. Now all we're saying is punters and jubblers in the in one of the great throwdowns in history. That is my uh, Brad Pitt v. v my. I, my. I think. I think. I think. And I could be wrong, but I'm only going what what you've told me. Yeah, I think Brad gets the chockies. I think Brad get Brad gets the chockies, even though he's scared shitless. Yeah, of course he is. He gets away with, but, but he got away with a root. Yeah, he got away with his life and a with root. A, with a root in the back pocket. Yeah, that's it. He walked out of that house with a with his life and a root. Yeah, and notched his belt. Notched notched the belt and a story for you know. You won't believe what just happened. You won't believe what I did in the nineties. Took on one of the toughest men on the planet. Mate, he would have gone home with a few mates, roasted a couple, and just spun the great yarn of all time. Floyd Mayweather uh, appears to be broke. Now, really? this hasn't been confirmed, right? But when you piece together the pieces of the puzzle, Tom, I think you get some sort of insight, right? Yeah. So he has made over a billion dollars in, in his, his life, career, yeah. right? That's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a shitload. He's now on uh, a social media site called Fanmio, F-A-N-M-I-O, charging £1,200 for online meet and greets. Oh, Jesus Christ. What does that tell you? That's, that's as sad as it gets, unless he just loves money. Yeah. <laughs> but like... you got to love money. you got to love money, bro. He would be able to... Like, there's easier ways to get money, I think, than doing Fanmio. I don't know what the hell that it's about. And then you think about him just trying to fight people all the time. Like, apparently he's training again for a McGregor. Yeah. He's calling him out. He's yeah. been training. He's been but I flouting mean, like, social distancing laws. The reality is that he could get money easier than Fanmio, couldn't he? Yeah, so it's so strange. But maybe not in these but COVID maybe times. Maybe not in these COVID times, yeah. right? His nightclubs would be shut. I don't know how much money he's bringing in from there. He can't fight mm. anyone. And even still, he's talking. He wants to fight McGregor and Khabib back to back, same night. So, yeah, but that, that's six hundred million. Well, see, that's him just keeping his name in the fucking. But you like, you know. But then you're like, mate, what are you fan me of for twelve hundred pounds? That's what embarrassing. The hell, that's embarrassing. Weird, bro. So weird. And then you look at how much money he spends. Like, apparently it's outrageous. Like stupid amounts of money. He's got like a hundred cars. Completely unnecessary. Yeah. He's got houses all over the country, all over the world. He's got so his he own jet. He can sell all this shit. He's got shit, so then. much bling. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Like ridiculous. ridiculous. And then he's a huge punter. Massive. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Loves it. Apparently, he's, like, I, read, I read a number of some once. It was like he spends like a million dollars a week or some shit. Like crazy money. Like silly money. Sounds like NRL HQ. It does. Now, would you want to see Floyd come back and fight somewhere? I'd see Floyd fight again. I don't give a fuck. No, but like, I mean, he's not an—he's not a like, fun fighter. Like Connor or Khabib. I got no time for Connor to fight Floyd again. If if Connor comes back and fights like decent people, P.S. UFC also taking fucking Peter Volandis's approach, mate. They've Dana made, White has got so much Peter Volandis. Dude, exactly. They might even be brothers. But the UFC's going ahead in May. They're like May 9th, May 13th, two separate cards. The cards are fucking stacked. What happened to the island? Still working on it. Still working on it. 
because there are there are states in the US that are opening up. Yes. So they're like they can actually just do the fucking cards anyway. These early ones. But he's like UFC Island. They're going to be fighting on the sand. Is in like. The ring's gonna be on the sand. He's got all this infrastructure he's setting up. He's like, it's just taking a little bit longer, but like, it's happening. UFC Island's a thing. Fight Island. Fight Island. Oh my Dude, this will be a famous thirty for thirty if they pull it off one year. Hundred percent. Fight Island, but you, they've got to get big fights on there though. Dude, they have to put huge fights. They have to put McGregor, Khabib on there. Yeah, that's what they need to do. They possibly will. If they put that on Fight Island, that's a 30 for 30. That's if a 30 it's, for 30. If it's some trashy well, fucking... the 30 for 30 is more about Fight Island but with I'm the saying, huge fight as but the culminator. Yeah, like, exactly. But I'm saying if you don't get a big fight, I don't care that much. No. But some like, dude... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but they're doing the Tony Ferguson gagey. Oh, no, that's not on Fight Island. You're right. Yeah. So you do need you need throbbers on that island. You need throbbers on the island. Well, I think that's what they're playing Up and with. comers is a bit of a yawn. Yeah, bro. no, it is. I don't think they'll do that. I think they'll have a... It'll be like any other UFC shit, but it'll just be on Fight Island. Okay. And they'll film the fuck out of it. That's what the NRL should be doing with their comeback. They probably are. You know what? It wouldn't surprise me if they weren't, but they should be. But also, the problem is with the NRL is that, like, it's such a big thing, but, like, with... They'd have to follow a specific team. Something, yeah. There's so much move. There's so many moving parts. Whereas UFC, it's like all the fights take place here. Yes. So we just have to document the fighters that anyone gives a fuck about. And then, whereas you've got to follow 16 NRL teams. Impossible. Bit much. Bit much. Still, they should have been following Volandis this whole time and grabbing him for fucking 20 minutes at the end of each day to talk to him. And like, I just don't know if that's how he operates. No, it isn't. He's, a, he's, a, he's an in the shadows sort of yeah. character. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I know. Where all great yeah. hits go down. Yeah. Have you noticed a, a, a drastic increase of um, people on Facebook? This is, again, just to ISO, because I don't have any more sport to talk to you about. No. The weird Facebook challenges that people are doing at the moment, where it's like, I'm posting 10 photos, one photo each day of, like, my rugby days. You know, And I'm not tagging, and, you know, like, I'm not giving you any reason. I'm just putting up, like... Yeah, look, they've sort of been going around for a while. Some of them, like the rugby one, like share ten photos of you playing rugby back in the day. And share you know ten what albums you of know, you that you listen to. It's like, oh yeah, I love music so much. You're like, just this is such indulgence. You know what I've noticed is that mostly people get into. They do one or two and then they stop. Yeah, of course, tens yes. a lot. Tens a lot. I heard something the other day, and that's not specifically so much around like the share ten photos of the footy stuff, but more around share your favorite color and what your birthdays and all that shit it's actually people the scammers set them up to be like what are your potential security questions oh really yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you're not supposed to do them that's so fucking funny <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. favorite color where'd you grow up <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. favorite memory Went from for, your hometown yeah, first oh, street yeah, 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 yeah first yeah, street you yeah, lived yeah. in what's your mom's maiden name <laughs> <laughs> and then just slip in bank details now, I'm I'm sure there's a couple of dopey dribblers that have done that. If Fuck you have, you might want to think about deleting the post. It's probably too late for you now. It's, yeah, it's too late. You're done. You're done. Um, but all the best to you, dopey yeah, dribbler. Dopey dribblers. <laughs> the ballad of dopey dribbler. Um, mate, I don't know if there's anything else to fucking We'll finish talk on about. this, Tom. We'll finish on this. Donald Trump the other day basically telling people that uh, consuming disinfectants can kill corona well he didn't say it would but he certainly didn't rule it out <laughs> he said look we're gonna have to get some scientists yeah, to look yeah, at this yeah. but 
from my basic understanding of disinfected time, could. I think it's a game changer. Yeah, we could look. We, we might have to look into it. Yeah. And then apparently there was like an increase in people that were fucking like overdosing or something like that, or like they were getting sick from. Mate, like you know, people had to come out being like, "Don't drink bleach." But you know what though? Like, there's a part of me that goes, if if you go and drink bleach off the back of the president's say so, then maybe this is a little bit of Darwinian fucking look, natural selection look, going on. I mean, mate, go onto Facebook or Instagram and watch watch footage from those Trump rallies and and part of you says maybe maybe America does need a good disinfecting. Well, you know what? And a bit of a like if there's dead shits going down who are drinking bleach and passing on, RIP, but like you, I mean, if you're drinking bleach, then that's on you, dude. Yeah, that's on you. Bro. That's on you. Like, no one had to come out and tell me that wasn't a bad that, that I like. I didn't go. Treat it on the bottle. Treat it on the bottle. Of course it is. Of course it is. Does it's ridiculous. This is America, though. It's America. What an embarrassing place to fucking mate. It is. It is the biggest fucking shit show over there. <laughs> it's it, such... it just and it's it becomes more and more laughable. You go. Is so, this place real? They're so, so proud out of it. I like, know. It's like it's unbelievable. You go, you you fuckers have got no clue. No, you guys are absolutely. It's chaos over there. You don't know how good the other parts of the world are. That don't have to worry about this shit. You guys are just like on the street. What about how someone had to they had to send out a warning for people to stop shooting at at tornadoes. They're like, don't fire bullets at tornadoes. It doesn't do anything. Doesn't work. That doesn't make a difference. <laughs> Mate. Trump asked a question about nuking a fucking hurricane. Of course he did. Of course he did. Of course he did. Yeah. Of course he did, mate. This place is absurd. It's absurd. And over there, they're like, fuck it. Like, it's every man for himself. Yeah. I've always found that so strange, like, how they just couldn't give a fuck. No. Like, if your neighbor's dying from some, like, you know, fucked up disease that's easily fixed by cheap, accessible medication, they're like, nah. Nah. Stiff shit. And you're like, but why? That doesn't even make sense. Nah, nah, nah. Every man for himself. Every man for himself. It's like, you're saying that now, brah, but when you're hooked up to a ventilator or you fucking can't breathe because you've got influenza. Or not influenza. Yeah, influenza. Whatever the fuck it is. Any country that's stubborn enough to not adopt the metric system is a big day. Like, No, no, but, but, but. On purpose. Going nah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. They're so stubborn. It's like, and you, nah. uh, England, you're not getting off lightly either because no. you didn't adopt it. Which shocks me to my core. So wait, I thought England had adopted. No, they're still miles and shit, aren't they? Yeah, bro. They're, they're imperial. Yeah. Sus cunts. If For you what reason? It makes so little sense to go with anything else. It's madness. It's, it's absolute madness. Anyway. Look, if you are in America, I knew that. I know there's a couple of listeners. I wish you all the best. Yeah, all things the best. Are, things are on the improve back here. We're doing okay. Individually, Americans not bad people. Dumbest per capita, though. Absolutely dumbest per capita. Largest collection of idiots on the planet. Yeah, the DPC. Uh, the DPC metric. <laughs> but we do have a lot of Australian dribblers that live over there, thinking of your King Dribbles, your PDX Pete's, um, you know... etc. Friend of the show, Luke Bracey, when COVID's not happening. Tell you what is going to be happening, punters, dribblers. We will be getting that fucking heartthrob back on here at some point soon now i don't know if i even told you this eddie but we will do another game companion manly 2008 grand final thought let's bring back one of manly's favorite sons Mm. 
And a, and a favourite son of the punter and the dribbler. Well, one of the he's absolutely one of the punters and dribblers' favourite sons. Mm. Nude soon. Probably going to need a nude from to come in the door, though. Something racy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind something racy, just something, to wet well, the I mean, appetite. Something like Jackson Warren-esque. Yes, yes. Doesn't, Tasteful. Yeah, yeah, I don't think... Don't show it all now. Don't no, get no, up too no. early, because then all the fun's over. Yes, so you're sort of slowly teasing it out. But something racy. We get. We start at Jackson Warren, we finish at Soft George in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. Soft brace. So that's coming up, punters and dribblers. Obviously, later this week, probably we're going to re- what record Wednesday at Thursday. I think that's probably the plan. Dribbler dribbles. Which is basically the dribbler hotline, the dribbler hotline, and people that have written shit and people in. that have written shit in as an episode. We needed to do it because there's just too many to get through now. We also wanted to give them our full attention, our full vigor. Yes, because right now we would be jumping into dribbler dribbles, and we would be ripped. and we'd be off it. We'd be off it. So we were like, let's put our fucking backs into it. Let's let's go the big lift on the dribbles and yeah. see what happens. If we don't like the format or it doesn't work, we'll then go back to the other one. We'll go back to the old format. If you don't like it, we'll fucking go back to the old shit. format. We'll be able to tell punters and dribblers. We'll know straight away if it works or if it doesn't. But we might be onto something. We might be onto a winner. So if you want two podcasts a week, you're getting it, baby. Now, what else I actually have to touch on is we haven't continued with our ISO Olympics challenges. No, we haven't. That doesn't mean we won't. No, that doesn't mean we won't, punters and dribblers. Tom and I, because it's basically become a, com- a it's competition It's a competition between, between me and, and Eddie. Look, I might wash the sheets tomorrow, in which case I'll be making the bet. Well, let's let's try and... because uh, So you got to wash the sheets tomorrow, you reckon? Well, I think they probably need a wash. Maybe let's commit to washing the sheets tomorrow. I'll go and check in with Steph, who's usually the chief uh, decision maker around when the sheets get washed. As you know, I don't have a sense of smell or a concept of sort of cleanliness. Do you remember the last time they were washed? No. You can't recall? She would have... I mean, like in the... Like recently, like yeah. in the last week, I just don't... I'll be given a bag of things. She'll be like, can you put the washing on? Sure. Or, you know, but I'm not like, we need to wash the sheets. I don't have to think about that stuff. Okay. Well, look, let's aim for tomorrow. Let's aim for tomorrow. Definitely this week. We got to start stepping up the ISO Olympics. What's the next one after that? Dishes? Nah. It's arbit- it's, it's, uh, too... it's too subjective. Yes. Is it though? Yeah, it is. I guess it is because you can't have it cleaned. And you're rushing and you might drop shit. And I don't know if it's up to my standards. I'm quite a clean guy. I'm a clean guy as well, particularly with dishes. I take my dishes seriously. Look, we haven't even done the other one. No. So let's do that first. Let's do that. And then we can decide on Wednesday. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, But punish dribblers, that's it. I feel more tired now for some reason. I haven't even done a fucking... Well, I think I know the episode's over. So now I've... You've like given up. I've given up. Yeah. But it's um, been a pleasure, punters and dribblers. Absolute at Hello pleasure. Sport Podcast on Instagram. If you're not on punters and dribblers, honestly. Yeah, I can't. And so many of you aren't. So many of you aren't. I just can't understand. So it. many of you are, and so many of you aren't. More, more. So aren't. many more. So aren't. many more aren't. Absolutely. But it's like there is a. It's the funniest fucking page. Put it this way: there are thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of thousands of people that aren't. That on aren't. There. Tens of thousands. Tens of thousands of you. So get it together. I think you're doing some more merch punters, dribblers. Obviously, we've got to get these baggy greens. There's been a hold up on that for our uh, baggy green uh, contingent. Not our problem. Not Not our our problem. Not our fault. Not our fault. Our problem. Not our fault. But also thinking of maybe doing some more merch. We'll say this, you lazy pieces of shit. There is one and one only 
midnight blue corduroy cap left. And all that's required is for you to get a case of Yuli's Brews, which a lot of you already have because you're sending us fucking heaps of photos of you drinking it. We need a review of the beer. Just do it. If you want a hat. If you don't. If you don't, a hat, that's fine. But like... I know, stop asking us for hats then. Yeah, yeah. Stop, stop asking, asking us to do the hats again if you yeah. don't want to. There's an opportunity here for you to get it. we get inboxes almost every day about the hats. We're not doing them anymore. Hats are done for now. Well, this in, in the midnight, this midnight blue form, This midnight blue corduroy cap will never be done again. No. And there's one left, so... Up to you. Make it that what you will. Up to you. Like, subscribe, five stars at Hostwell Podcast on Instagram. I don't know. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>